This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. It's Monday, and it's time for the Dale Jr. Download. Mike, somehow they finished 10th in Richmond. It gave us the greatest reaction theater call ever. The Dale Jr. Download starts now. Let's get the f*** out of here. Yeah, man. That's the best words I've heard all night. That's about right, too. We uh, all agreed on that one, uh, didn't we? Absolutely. Uh, somehow the 88 team finished 10th in Richmond on Saturday night with Mike Davis and Dustin Lee. I'm Taylor Zarzer, and you you could hear the frustration in Dale Jr.'s voice. You've been saying it for weeks on this program that Dale Jr. always wants to run well. He always wants to have a good car. Um, a 10th place finish, nothing to be ashamed of. Uh, when you don't have a great car and you have a top 10 finish, that, that means you, you've got a great team. But um, you could tell he was frustrated with his ride on Saturday night. This one, with this race, comes a myriad of reactions and feelings. You, you feel happy you get out of there with a 10th. You're frustrated because the car didn't run well. I know Dell Jr. was frustrated. You could hear it in his voice throughout that entire race. Uh, so, you know, but you take a 10th. It actually ended up being a good points day. Very good points day. <laughs> They're tied for third with Casey Kane in the points now. Casey's won a race, so really Dale Jr. and, and the 88 are fourth, but they're tied for third, very close to second place. Johnson's got a, a race lead on the field right now but uh, in first place, but uh, still, I mean, you're right. It was a good points day, and, and how about this? Put it in proper perspective, he was the best Hendrick finishing car. He uh, was. You know, Kane, Kane got in an accident. Jimmy Johnson got in one as well. Barely beat Jeff Gordon there to the line to finish 10th there on Saturday night. So um, I know it doesn't make Dale Jr. or anyone feel any better, but uh, the whole Hendrick shop struggled on Saturday night. And what's weird about that is the 88 team had the fastest average speed in practice. They were really good in practice. They didn't change a thing. And Casey Kane and Jeff Gordon, same way. And those three cars struggled the most. With the same problem. Whereas the 48 struggled in practice, and it actually ran better. Yeah. Um, we did finish ahead of it. I think it was caught up in an accident. It was, yeah. And so uh, the track changed that much uh, between practices and the race. Uh, it didn't change last year, and, you know, it's, it happened. So they were chasing that car all night. They were, but as you said, Kane and Gordon had the same problems, no forward bite. Uh, all three cars took big swings at it. Uh, at points it worked. On sticker tires, it seemed to have an advantage. My gosh, you could not run the top of that track on a restart. Uh, you had to be on the bottom, and junior, junior was on the top, it seemed like, on every single restart until the end. But, uh, again, 10th place finish, nothing to be ashamed of. In fact, let's hear how it went uh, throughout the night. Uh, first time, let, let's hear from him on uh, – the sixth caution lap on 291, you could tell Junior is frustrated with his ride. He's giving me buds to work with out here. Is it back to tight again? Just more roll? Yep, it ain't turned all night. All right, then for Penske, let's put the pack on the right front. We're going to do something. We've been the same all night on speed. Vermeer, change that adjustment to the left side. This is going to turn it. It should. If this works right, it should turn it. All right, 10-4. Let's see if this livens it up. Those are really good. I know it's frustrating. Yeah, and you could tell. I mean, in all night, uh, you're, you're hearing the same thing from Dale Jr. about no forward bite, and then that was the most aggressive thing he said there, and then that's when Stevie made the big swing. 
That was a big swing. It actually was the second biggest swing. I know they had put a right rear, uh, a rubber in the right rear on lap one eleven. Uh, this Packer adjustment, this now uh, influences the front end of the car. Junior had suggested earlier that he thought that the splitter may be on the ground and that's causing his problems. So they uh, did this Packer in the bump stop to try to get that splitter off the ground and help it turn. They were running about 17th or 18th all night long, and, and that's where they were at that time. Now, on lap 309, they actually came out of the pits uh, about 24th or 25th because of a problem with uh, the 11 car, not Denny Hamlin, Brian Vickers. But down here in front of the 14, he's inside you. Five, four, three. Oh, there you go. You're in. Is he in? Uh, real clear. Tell us this I want to see him. I want to know how that single file coming on pit road. See, you know, I went around him because he wasn't going pit road speed. I don't know what he's doing. Therefore, I didn't know where his box was. Uh, I didn't have that information, so I, I just went around him because he's going so slow. At first, if you've listened to this program for a while, you know that there was a time at a uh, prestigious golf course that they're actually using this week for the PGA Tour that uh, Dale Jr. was mistaken for Brian Vickers. I thought that was that what that was about. He was upset that somebody thought he looked like Brian Vickers, so he went around him. The, exactly what happened. This happens to all of us. Yeah. It, if you're driving down the road and you're looking for something, you're following directions, and you're, you know, you're looking for a road or a sign – you're going about half the speed that you would be going if you knew what you were doing. Yeah. And you don't even realize it at the yeah. time. That's exactly what happened with Vickers. I, I don't know that for sure, but I know it because he was looking. He looked lost on pit road. He was trying to find his pit stall, and he was looking for it. And when you're looking for it, you're laying off the gas. He was going too slow. Junior went around him, which caused the problem. And, and, and in defense of Vickers, I mean, when you're driving an 11 one week and a 55 the next week. Your it, pit sign you, changes. You, well, right, and you're thinking, <laughs> wait a minute, what car am I driving? Right, right. Yeah. So uh, I can kind of understand why he was a little confused there. Uh, somehow, someway, Dale Jr. missed a wreck here. Uh, involving Jimmy Johnson, Tony Stewart, and Kyle Busch. As Junior likes to say, he sometimes you land on your butt out there, and that's what Smoke did, and it, it started a big pileup. Here we go. There you go. You okay? Yeah, I banged it around a little bit. I think it's all right there. Four, how's the balance on that short run? Could you tell? No. Just not. It's running back there with a seven. All right, I don't know what to say. We're just, I'm trying to get to the bottom, trying not to get run over. I'm trying to go forward. I can't. I don't know what it's doing. It, by the way, that's uh, Mike Davis's work with the with the bleeps there. And I, Did you like that? Uh, yeah, it was interesting. It was interesting. It's it's sort of it really off, didn't it? It, it definitely it definitely throws you off a little bit. Uh, yeah, fortunate to not get caught up in those things. Uh, Mark Martin involved in a big one. True X got dumped. Yeah, by Kurt Busch. That, that definitely started a chain reaction over the next twenty five laps. I think there were three wrecks. Yeah. You know, and, and it took out contenders. Yeah. I tweeted uh, that, uh, that that wreck when Bush dumped Truex. It reminded me of another Bush dumping another junior on the same track a few years ago. But uh, thankfully, that didn't happen on Saturday night. Uh, caution nine on lap 338. Uh, the boys tried a two-tire stop that didn't work, and junior quickly went from 10th to 18th, and not only because of two tires, Mike, but I think of being on that outside row. Let's hear from him. God knows. All right, well, we just got to come get tires now. So let's just come get tires and try it again. Uh, not much we can do about up there, I guess. Yeah, still running hot. Um, it cooled off under caution. We got to run it right there, and it got hot again. All right, 10-4. We must have to duck with busted loose. We got to get a piece off the bottom, guys. We, we got to finish first. So pit when it's open, TJ. Four tires, piece of tape off the lower grill. All right, man, we knew we were going to have a night like this at some point this year. 
I know it hadn't been fun, but your feedback's been good. I appreciate it. We just need to keep going, man. It's 59 to go. That's a level-headed human being right there, by the way. I mean, I know we talk about it a lot, but when all hell's breaking loose, you got a frustrated driver. He's not mad at Steve necessarily. He's just frustrated, you know, because he's not running well. He doesn't have a great car. Uh, man, Steve Letarte, Saturday night, and always is a level-headed guy. And I'm so glad he is because none of us – Nobody uh, else are. was. No, no. You know, he had said earlier in the race, I don't know how much earlier, but he's like, if we could just get to the top ten, um, I think we can stay there. And so he was just – he did this two-tire stop just to get him up there. He was he restarted tenth, and it just didn't work. He, you bring up a great point about restarting on the outside row. It seemed like Junior was an even number, which started him on the outside row every time up until the very yeah. end of the race. And that was not where you wanted to restart. You see what happened to Jamie Mack there in the last two laps? Started second, finished 26th. <laughs> okay? I mean, so. So we don't have it all that you, bad. You don't have it all that bad. Um, all right. One last thing I want to hear from here in the race chatter was uh, when they pitted for four tires right before the green-white checkered. Now, I Big mentioned, decision right I, here. I mentioned Jamie Mack. He stayed out. So did Jeff Burton and a couple, few other guys. Uh, it worked for Burton. He got a good finish. It did not work for Jamie Almost Mack. got ran over in the yeah. process. But uh, coming in there for four tires, uh, when they came in uh, restarting 13th, I believe, it picked up a few spots. It got him a top 10. Here we go. My caution is out. All right, we're 12. 24 in the lead lap. Four laps to go. I think we got to come. I think they're all going to come behind us. The hill. Okay. Pit, 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 pit. Five, four, three. Two, one. Go, 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 go. You're all clear, all clear, all clear. 42. God dang. I think we're going to be in good shape, buddy. We're 13th on tires. You got three that stayed out. We were running 12th. I think that was the right call. I don't think we want to be out there sitting ducks on tires and just going to get crashed up there, I think. Yep. I won't lie. After the night we had, I was going to be happy with 12th and just put it on the truck. I didn't need all this excitement. <laughs> well, actually, you did. Uh, you got a few more spots because of it. So I asked Latart if his decision to take four tires was directly influenced by what he saw when they did the two-tire stop uh, earlier, or if he would have taken four in that situation anyways. Because you only have two laps. It's a green-white checker finish, and so you're going to take that much extra time on pit road. And he said, listen, after what I saw all night out of this car, like there's a time you all want to win, we all want to win, but there's also a time to be a realist. And that was not the time to leave him without four tires and get him almost crashed or run over. Uh, you know, this is where you take – uh, to, you put your tires on, get the best finish you possibly can, and get out of there. Yeah, that's true. Uh, folks, Dale Jr. potato chips have fast become the new favorite snack for race fans, not just Dale Jr. fans, but race fans and anyone who appreciates a good-tasting potato chip. While you're listening to the Dale Jr. download, you can go to DaleJrFoods.com to find a store near you or simply place an order. That's DaleJrFoods.com. You mentioned it was an entertaining weekend in Richmond. Let's speed dial. Speed dial. Jenna Fryer, Associated Press, uh, NASCAR reporter. Jenna, thank you for joining us on the Dale Jr. Download. We had the wackiest weekend at Richmond, and I just thought, who better to tell us all about it than you? You're the perfect one to tell us about a wacky weekend at Richmond. Do you agree? Why, why, why am I the perfect one to tell you about a wacky weekend? Why can't I tell you about a serious weekend? Is she a wacky person, Mike? Is that what you're saying? It just felt so Jenna Fryer-ish. Does that make well, any in sense? In what regard? Yeah. Have you ever seen me take the 
Cobra Kai stance and try to put somebody in a body bag? Well, it's st- verbally I've seen you do that, but it's like uh, the Cobra Kai thing. Let's start with that. I mean, this was something that we don't typically see even in the craziest uh, post-race altercations. We don't ever see anybody kick some, a- another driver, right? So, first of all, let's start with that. What did you think of the kick, the form? Did, did he get points for that? Who kicked who? Nelson Piquet Jr. Okay. kicked Brian Scott. There we go. Thank you. Jenna, what do you think? Well, what I think is, while it was definitely an unusual move, and, hey, can you curse on this, by the way? Go for it. Sure. Okay. And as many male men in the, well, I guess male Male men. What male men have to do with this? (laughs) As many men in the garage area described it, they said about PK, they go, what a move that was. (laughs) Well, I tend to think, you know, what are you going to do when you go confront somebody and you don't take your helmet off? So if, if, you know, Brian Scott started, he sort of started this thing by rolling up to get tough and rumble, but not taking his helmet off. So PK then gets out, and he's Brazilian. And, you know, I don't know what kind of training they do over there. Maybe they do a lot of martial arts training. That's a good point. Because if you don't know about this, his father pulled a similar move on a competitor way back in the day. Tell and us it only that. took minutes after PK... You know, took the stance with Mr. Miyagi yelling in the back what to do. And he kicked Brian Scott. And then in minutes, Twitter had pulled, you know, the the fine folks of, the fine fans of NASCAR who follow on Twitter, they'd already found the screen grab of his father doing it similar (laughs) years ago. Wow. So I guess it's a learned behavior. Like like father, (laughs) like son. Um, Yeah. Was there anyone screaming sweep the leg while this was going on? I was. Oh, I was. was. Jenna was screaming yes. sweep Jenna the leg. Was, okay, she I was see. tweeting it. She was screaming it. You yeah. could, no yeah. mercy, Cobra Kai, <laughs> right. sweep the leg, put him in a body bag, Johnny. <laughs> right. you know, that right. was straight Ralph Mac- Macchio. <laughs> you probably went to pit road wearing a shower curtain. Don't lie. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> I did, however, find William Zabka, who played the bad guy yeah. in Friday Kid, and I tried to tweet to him, but he didn't answer. He didn't answer. No. <laughs> well, in all seriousness, did someone really kick someone else to the Gulianus or whatever it's called? Yeah, that happened. I did oh, that. That, that, you, that you, just happened. Oh, it did. It's the same thing as Juan Pablo Montoya led a bunch of laps at an oval. That just happened. <laughs> what a weird weekend, man. <laughs> Jenna's got a point. I remember, was it, uh, who was that pitcher, the Japanese pitcher for the Dodgers? And when somebody charged the mount, he did a, like a roundhouse kick. Nomo? Hideo, yes, Hideo, Hideo Nomo. Nomo. Yeah. Right. And it's yeah, like, the pussy toad. That's what Steinbrenner called him. Wow. Okay. <laughs> it's very interesting. <laughs> and, and, here's, and here's some background on the pussy toad. If you were a print reporter, as I am, you couldn't write it in print, what Steinbrenner called. Uh, obviously. <laughs> I, can, uh, I can understand. Uh, yeah. Wow. Well, oh, my gosh. Well, that is, cr- that is crazy. And you had to be laughing while, while watching this up close and personal. And then on, on Saturday, you had a very predictable feud uh, because these people always are upset. Especially. Well, wait, 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 wait. You've glossed over the important, you know. Oh, okay. The, the children's crewmen then fighting. Oh, oh, that happens all the time. You you forgot, you know, that other interesting element. Oh, well, then please tell well, What us. do you have on it? Well, I, I suspect that there's going to be some NASCAR sanctions against the two crewmen who, um, who decided to continue the argument okay. um, after in the driver motorhome lot. And this is all I really have to say about it. I get standing up for your boy. And, I, I, you know, I get that in the heat of the moment, on pit road, after battle – you know, you're probably going to do some pushing and shoving and doing some stuff. But 
get in a fight post-race over Brian Scott and go to jail. Like, I, I don't know how many people I'm willing to go to jail for. Like, jail seems like a scary place to me. Mm-hmm. And you're probably going to get in trouble with your boss. You're probably going to get in trouble with NASCAR. You're probably going to have to pay some bail. I mean, that's an expensive vendetta for, you know, a crew guy. Who yeah. I don't know that they, you know, have they bonded so well with Brian Scott that... <laughs> You know what? They're going to go down to the bitter end for him. That's a good point. You know, kind of how you attributed the Nelson P.K. Jr. thing, uh, being that it was a generational generational situation. You know, Pop Pop did create a precedence here, right? (laughs) He did it in the garage last year or two years ago, but it was, you know, there was a precedence here, right? Maybe it's all learned behavior. Yeah. I was less interested in your professional analysis of that and more of what movie you were going to attribute that altercation to. Yeah. Deliverance. <laughs> Deliverance. Okay. Fair so, enough. So, um, Saturday night's uh, Kurt Bush, Tony Stewart deal uh, was nothing compared to Friday night, obviously. No, well, no, because there ultimately was just a lot of yelling. And in the end, what, the yelling mostly was probably just a very frustrated Tony Stewart, which I can understand because his numbers are terrible. Where he is in the points is terrible. He's not all that competitive. They needed a two-tire spot, two-tire stop at the end there, just to get in position to uh, attempt a race for for a top ten or a top five, and then it all blew up because of Kurt Busch, who then proceeded to you know rumble on the track with Matt Kenseth, yeah, and yep. also spun Martin Truex Jr. from second place yeah, early, yeah. you know, before those closing laps. So it was a pretty eventful night for Kurt. All right, well, you know, asking can Dale Jr. get back on track at Talladega, certainly he can. I mean, he's a great restrictor plate driver, but Jenna. Man, Talladega who the, makes me nervous. Who the hell knows what's going to happen there? Well, is he getting the big plate or the regular plate? Oh, stop it already. <laughs> Come on. Did you really? Oh, no, that's good. <sighs> now, I like that right there. No, I love it. I love it when everybody tells me how thick NASCAR is and it's so crooked and they rig it, and I always say, if it was fixed, wouldn't they fix it for Dale Jr.? Right, he'd win right. he right. t- he right. 10 races a year, right? Right, uh, but we still hear that. There's a conspiracy theory. Oh, yeah, they're just doing it for Jr. And I'm like, we've won one race in four years. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, I do think, you know, um, Dale Jr. is very, very good at restrictor plates. And people, you know, I don't really think it, it matters what kind of slump he's in or how he might may or not may or may not be struggling, and I don't think he's struggling, even though Junior Nation probably thinks otherwise after his disgusting 10th place. Ghastly. The ghastly top 10. Yeah. So, um, but, I, you know, I just think that, that he has an ability to stay out of trouble at those places. Um, you know, it doesn't always work for him, but he no. does have an ability to avoid it. And if he can be in position to win, I think that we saw a lot, that we saw in Daytona with, you know, the move he put on Danica Patrick there. To, to drive around her and, and, and go to second. And, you know, maybe another lap or two he wins that race. And I think that that's what Dale Jr. does very, very well. If, if he's still there at the end of the race, he, he has the ability to see the air and make the moves and, and get himself in position to, to really get race for the win or at least be in position for a top five. All right. Are you going to be at Talladega? I am. Are you? All right. Uh, kind of. 
We'll, oh, we'll yeah. t- tell you more that. I'll be in the state of Alabama. How's that? Oh, Wait, you will? That mean? Oh, okay, you will it be. Means oh, that's exactly true. what I said. I'll be in the state of Alabama. He's going to Tuscaloosa for something. <laughs> it begins with a T. Yeah. yeah. Spring game. He'll drive. He'll drive by. Like he'll drive by and take a picture of Talladega. Right. Yeah. Gina, thank you so much. We're going to do this again with you. Uh, you. It ended too soon. Really, it was too fast. Well, you know what? We'll finish the podcast. We'll call you back. We'll keep doing this. You know. Uh, you know. We'll just talk stat. all day. No, you're not all a right, stat. You're you're good. Yeah. Thank you very much, Jenna. See you, you later. It. Bye. Stay out of trouble. <laughs> All right. Bye. All right. Good stuff from Jenna Fryer on Speed Dial, and it's time now. I think we're ready yeah. for Reaction Theater. I'm telling you, we got the the single greatest Reaction Theater voicemail I think we've had in our short history. All right. Well, let's hear the first one. Yeah, either Dale has a fabulous car and some kind of bad luck happens to hit like a bad caution at the wrong time, or you don't know how to freaking fix the car to run right. So get your act together. Angry woman right there. But there's a very funny one coming up, right? I mean, all of them are funny, but we got a really funny one coming up, right? Somewhere in. All right, let's see what's next. Okay, 105 to go. He was such a good cheerleader. Ra ra We all need one, but let's get a good car. Everybody's passing him. We're better than this. We deserve better than this. I can't take another Kyle Bush win. <laughs> if she would have waited just a few more laps in that race, Kyle Bush ends up wrecking. Speaking of movies, <laughs> was that Olympia Dukakis in uh, Who's Talking? Whatever that baby movie was. Look Who's Talking? Yeah. Yeah. That sounded like her. Wow, you're going way back there. Yeah. You're digging way back. That was a New York woman. Next. In regards to the race last night, I'm going through Twitter. Everybody's overreacting. We're wanting to push the panic button. Last I checked, we don't pay points until the checkered flag flies. And when the checkered flag flew, I believe number 88 was number 10. We'll take a 10th place all day long. As far as the NASCAR fantasy commercial is concerned, somebody tell Dale Jr., yeah, you can be on my fantasy team. Always will be. And heck of a job, Regan Smith. Keep firing off and going after that championship in Nationwide. Good call. He covered a lot of things there. I'm a Libra. <laughs> yeah, I'm a Libra. <laughs> Next. After everything that happened tonight, 10th is good. I'm with Junior. Let's get the F out of here. And one question. Is Jeffrey Earnhardt single? Is he? Well, but this isn't a dating show. This Wait, isn't a dating podcast. That's a fair I, question, what though. What am I going to do? I, I don't know. Why not? I, I, no, I don't know if he's single. been around the guy a lot lately. I'll tell you what. Well, what do we do? Are we gonna make, this is going to be the dating game all of a sudden. It's a fair it actually question. Might, it might actually is help Is he single us. or not? I, I don't know if he is. Is Dale Jr. single? No. Is Jeffrey Earnhardt single? I don't know. Hey. Uh, do you want me to find out? Yeah. Okay, listen, you this, to, it's we'll your speed job. dial him next week. You're supposed week. to be the in, Dale, you know, JRM By the way, insider. can we say this? Jeffrey Earnhardt did a excellent job he in did. our car last week. We, we didn't actually talk about that earlier, but Did super he kiss job. a girl when he got out? No. Next. I wish Nelson PK would have tried to kick him. I think Adam Sandler's song, Piece of Car, fits us perfectly. <laughs> but I'll take a 10th place finish any day of the week. Yeah, I think you know a couple of people actually brought up that song. That was the when you're watching that race, a lot of people just thought of uh, the the, the of, never mind. yeah. The way I look at it, if you didn't wreck, get fined, get penalized, or have to pins as your sponsor this weekend, the '88 team is doing okay. Hey, these days you'll put whatever sponsor that'll pay. Hey, depends. If Depends would have if Depends would have given us money, we'd have put him on the car. <laughs> hey, that would have been pretty damn funny if Montoya would have won that race. <laughs> yeah, and and he's in there, you know, in victory lane, thinking Depends. Oh man, I hope I never have to use those things next. Complete. Oh, God. 
<laughs> what the heck are you guys doing? Are you guys like eating ice cream cones in the fucking pit? What the hell? TJ, you don't even care anymore. You're just up there fucking, hey, lap 150. We're good. Fucking Stevie. Stevie Tart. The motivator. Hello. Motivate your driver. He <laughs> said, oh, hey, time to get out of here. Let's go. What the fuck wrong with you guys? What the fuck is going on? Get on the fucking ball and fucking kick some ass. This is complete fucking bullshit. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Imagine if we'd have finished 11th. Yeah. <laughs> he wouldn't have been happy. That's, That's the call of the year. That is, that is a, pretty awesome right I, there. I love it. Like, I sent that to several people uh, via email last night, including Latart. I said, Latart, you got to listen to this. Yeah. And he says, you got That's a ringtone right there. you got to give me a ringtone with that one. I think it's pretty awesome. The hello. I think it's pretty awesome. Kurt Busch called Reaction Theater. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a good call right there. Passion. Awesome. Next. Just got done watching the race. My best friend's a Kevin Harvick fan. So you know what? Eat Kevin Harvick. We're going to see you at the Super Speedway. We'll see what happens. We'll see you at Talladega, Kevin Harvick. Oh, it's bad. Harvick won the race, huh? Uh, talking smack to the guy that just won the race. I mean, yeah. I mean, he won the race. Yeah. And he's pretty good at Talladega, too. He's just very good at Talladega. You made a great move in turn hey, four I a few like years ago. I like our confidence. Yeah. Next. I'm getting tired of Stewart causing wrecks, saying, oh, I'm sorry. He's getting to be one of the meanest, worst drivers out there on the track anymore. Mm. He's pushing people. I'm just getting fed up with Stewart. He needs to be taken care of. I, I do think that um, when he comes up now, I know it's Kurt Busch, but I, I do get the sense that a lot of people in the in the uh, in the garage now are kind of being, uh, it's Tony being Tony. I like Tony. I like I'm Tony. I'm not saying I don't like him. No, I know you're not. I'm, I'm just I, saying no, no, that no. I think that's the reaction he's getting right now. I just, when, when Tony is so, uh, you know, uh, wear your emotions on your sleeve. Oh, he's great and, for and the I, sport. I like it. I, I, I really do. But you hear what I'm saying? Absolutely. Absolutely, I do. And, he, and he's going through some frustrating times right now. That I whole, completely yeah, get it. That I mean, whole shop. I mean, Newman is too. Yeah. Next. Hey, Junior, it's Jake. We're cousins. We met when you were 12. Uh, why did you not go with two tires? Two tires, buddy. You know you were better than that. Talk to you soon. I mean. That's a long relationship. You need to talk to your family before you do a pit stop, clearly. Yeah, evidently. <laughs> <laughs> They're close, apparently. Next. Mike Hogg, after Martinsville, I said, please stay home. Come on, man. Stay home. We, as Junior Nation, will pay your salary oh. to stay home. It has been nothing but bad luck ever since you've come back. For the love of God, stay home. <laughs> come on, Hogg. If Junior Nation is really willing to pay a salary, I know whether he travels or not, I like this idea so far. So. Yeah, but I don't understand why you won't take this guy seriously. Like, Junior shaved his beard last week. He's trying to mix it up a little bit. Um, Ho I mean, Hog's not working. I mean, the last few weeks, him going to the track's not working. Uh, JR goes to the track, have a great finish out there. You went to the track in Bristol, great finish. Well, I am proud of my Bristol finish. <laughs> why, 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 don't, why don't you mix it up? Send Dustin Lee to the track. Dustin, He'll you want to go? Dustin, let Dustin right. go to Talladega. We'll see about that. All right, next. I know what it is. Lowe's is the highest paying sponsor for Hendrix, so all Hendrix cares about is Mr. 48. 
nothing happens to his car, not even a bad tire. Um, he got in an accident on Saturday night. And we beat him. And he had, had a better finish than him. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I got. I yeah. have nothing else to say to that. Yeah. Um, I'll show you a replay of the race when Tony Stewart got into him. And, yeah, that didn't make much sense. Next. Oh, my God, Junior and Stevie. I'm a 67-year-old lady right. sitting here having heart palpitations. Oh. That was so awesome. Great job. Glad you made it to the top ten. How come when she said she was a 67-year-old woman, you said, all right? <laughs> I'm just, I, I thought it was pretty cool that we have uh, a 67-year-old woman listening to the podcast. Why don't you sit over there for a while? What's wrong? You, we can't have 67-year-old women no, listen to our can, podcast? No, I think it's great. And call the Reaction Theater? I just don't know that I would respond by saying, all right. Next. Junior is a man. Tony Stewart's a little There you go. I'm telling you, it's good for the sport. Have smoke in there. Next. I just want to let y'all know that tonight I'm dang proud to be an 88 fan. The whole team, the whole crew, Dale Jr., Stevie, everybody just kept fighting their guts out. Wound up getting the top 10 when they probably didn't have no business getting one. These types of finishes are what championships are built on. Now that's true. That's it. That is true. And you have a night like that and somehow you finish 10th, that does show that you have one of the best teams in the sport. That's right. And we had a ton of calls this week, uh, as you would expect. So react, the extended reaction theater on Thursday is going to be uh, packed. So you guys check out DaleJr.com uh, for all the rest of the voicemails. All right. I told you earlier how you can find Dale Jr. potato chips by going to DaleJrFoods.com. Now I'm telling you the best part. There are four flavors to choose from. Crispy Original, Zesty Jalapeno, Creole and Green Onion, and Carolina Barbecue. There's something for everybody. Go to DaleJRFoods.com right now to get yours today. Let's throw the white flag. There you go, buddy, white flag. Taylor, we got to start off white flag by saying happy birthday, Dale Earnhardt Sr. 62. That's right. Today would have been his 62nd birthday, so it only feels right just to tip your cap to the man in black today. I want to start off that. This Thursday, Dale Jr. will attend. Oh, are you sitting? The, you, Taylor's giving us the three fingers. I'm not going to put it down until the show's over. All right. You hold them up. There's the still white it. flag. This Thursday, Dale Jr. will attend the induction ceremony of Rick Hendrick in the International Motorsports Hall of Fame. Mr. Hendrick is one of four people to be inducted this year, so congratulations, Mr. H. That'll happen Thursday awesome. evening in Talladega. Junior will not be in the nationwide race this weekend. Those duties belong to Casey Kane in the number five Great Clip Chevrolet and Regan Smith in the number seven TaxSlayer.com Chevrolet. That race is Saturday at 3 p.m. Eastern time on ESPN. A Sunday's Aaron's 499 will be at 1 p.m. Eastern on Fox. Dale Jr. will be in the number 88 National Guard Chevrolet. Oh, really? Lastly, I want to remind you guys to buy raffle tickets to the Win Dale Jr.'s Ride uh, promotion at the. DaleJrFoundation.org. Now, they're selling only 8,888 tickets, and the kind folks at Hammerhead just pointed out to me that that is really good odds. Like, one in 8,888 is a lot better than casino odds, and especially lottery odds, which, Taylor, I'm sure you're a lottery player. No. That's if you just buy one. Now, if you buy more than one, your odds increase, uh, obviously. So, go to TheDaleJrFoundation.org to enter for a chance to win Dale Jr.'s 2013 Corvette. And, Taylor, that is it. I like how you explained all that. Did you? You want me to do it again? No, I really I don't. I just wanted your fingers to stay in the air a little longer. I have three fingers in the in the air. Marty Smith's avatar on Twitter, though, that woman, she's got me beat. She's got three fingers in the air. <laughs> no, she's got a whole picture on her back. Right. Uh, thanks to Dustin Lee. Thanks to Mike Davis. I'm Taylor Zarzer. Let's go get him in Dega. This has been the Dale Jr. Download.
thanks for listening to Dirty Mo Radio. Have you tried the new Dale Jr. potato chips? Are you wondering where you can find them? Today's your lucky day. Go to DaleJrFoods.com to see where you can find the chips in your area or place an order online. You can have them shipped right to you. That's DaleJrFoods.com.